Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another girl chat. It's been about three or four episodes since we've done one, and I thought, hey, we're in season four. We might as well do another girl chat. So today, I really want to talk about crazy girl emotions because I find myself going through the moods. Okay, like, I am just extremely happy. I feel like I'm on cloud nine one day, and the next I'm just Mrs. Waterworks. And it's a real struggle. Like, for the last few weeks, I've been feeling really sad, but for no apparent reason. And for me, it's a cycle of feeling, like, really sorry for yourself one day and feeling like you don't know how to control your emotions the next. So today, I'm talking crazy girl emotions, how to overcome your waterworks and facing reality. I feel like it's a really, like, cliche thing to be like, just face your reality. But, like, I mean, for me, I, like, forget all the time. So... I thought I need to make an episode just dedicated to facing reality. Also, before I start, like, okay, let me, like, talk about my hair journey really quick. So, I've really been, sorry, and it's also raining here in Florida. Welcome to Florida if you've not been here, but this is how it is. So, um, I've been on a journey of, like, trying to really, like, make my hair thick and healthy, and I'm like, okay... I just can't be washing my hair every day. So right now at this moment, I wash my hair two times a week and I've been really trying to think, okay, how can I make my hair last longer between washes? Not even just the grease, but like the style, the volume, like, because when your hair gets greasy, like you don't have any volume, like it's literally flat. So I bought, I'm literally looking at it right now. I bought the Batiste hair dry shampoo, like hair like what is it called dry shampoo hair hair dry shampoo whatever but i bought it and you guys like today's hair wash day right i'm gonna try this entire week like the day after hair wash day spraying my hair whatever but like the results are crazy people say to put dry shampoo on your hair like you know the day after hair wash day rather like six days like trying to like mask the grease rather than just putting it in your hair so that way it absorbs it along the way so i don't know have you guys have had experience with dry shampoo i haven't i only used one before and it was the not your mother's dry shampoo i just didn't like it but batiste is really on my good list right now so if you've not gotten your hands on dry shampoo and you have long greasy hair just try it i mean it's so so good so I'm going to be experimenting with that this week. I don't know why I was like, I need a whole talking segment on that, but I really just am really excited. So writing this episode was such a challenge because I'm like, okay, I haven't overcome this completely. Like I still get moody. I still get annoyed. I'm still like, I feel, you know, like I'm in a crappy mood sometimes. Like I am like that. Okay. Like I promise you, this is not something that I'm like, therapist to listener because I'm not a therapist okay let me just say that um what's really helped me though is investigating the why I don't know why but most of the time there's a why okay like if you're upset about something and sometimes I'm not so in touch with my emotions okay I'm like okay I'm feeling sad but why like two weeks ago I literally laid in bed until like 5 p.m and I never do that. Like, I'm always up early. I'm always, like, doing stuff. And I just had a burnout. But I'm also, like, I'm feeling so stressed out. Even though I'm in bed, like, why am I stressed out? Reason why? I had to do school. But I didn't know that I, like, it didn't dawn in my head, like, oh, you're stressed out because you need to do school. But you're not going to do school because, like, you're stressed out. Like, 
you know you guys know what i'm talking about okay like this is very not new to any of us you know the struggle okay so i was like i'm stressed out but why and i couldn't quite put my finger on it it wasn't until i literally sat down with myself like looked myself in the mirror i'm like okay bianca what is your why why are you stressed why why are you like late like what is causing you to be stressed out so bad to the point where you're like laying in bed and not doing anything like what is it and i think right after i did that i started to become more clear on that and then it was for school so i like hopped on my laptop i was like okay this is the school i'm doing today and this is the school i'm doing tomorrow like really like scheduling myself throughout my next week so that was super helpful just understanding that it really makes it easier to move on forward because you understand that more two essential questions i really love asking myself after i investigate my why is one why does that certain thing make you feel that way sometimes like for example again with my school analogy i love school i feel like i could do school forever but i sometimes get stressed so it's like why am i feeling that way particularly math is not the not my best subject like i'm not good at math it makes me want to vomit asap i just can't do it but that's just me personally so after figuring out okay school is my why what about school is it my teachers is it um a subject like what is it once i figured out okay hey it's math what can i do so here's a little like snippet story of my last week so i've been really struggling with math i'm currently taking college algebra and i wasn't supposed to take it until my senior year but i was like you know i might as well just do it now like you know it is what it is so i've been really struggling with it and my teacher um is so so understanding and so nice and for those of you who don't know i'm homeschooled so um i just i'm like really like my own teacher and you know it's like sometimes hard so I remember um was like talking to my mom I'm like mom I feel like I'm struggling I just don't know what to do so she advised me to like get in contact with my teacher to see what we can do so I got in contact with my teacher my teacher not only said she goes hey like there's tutoring sessions if you need it she goes also though we have scheduling tutor tutoring sessions like twice a day every day and if those don't fit your schedule we can always set up a one-on-one time so not only was it going to be tutoring but it was also going to be one-on-one which is like oh my gosh ah, like angels in the sky and then not only that but i was like struggling with this one specific topic which i learned in eighth grade which was like three years ago four years ago so like i don't obviously remember it so i'm like what can i do to understand this so i went on youtube literally did the classic blah, 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 whatever and searched up the topic and i found like a two minute tutorial understood it bam passed my assignment like i was stressed out about something i could change so i really love asking why does that certain thing make you feel that way because chances are you think you can't do something you think it's out of your control when really you can do something you know it's almost like wanting help but not wanting to help yourself it's like a double-edged sword like you know come on like at this point it's it's like a self-help game truly and then second question i love asking can you control it sometimes i find myself being upset about things i can't control for an example if a friend just did not want to continue our friendship anymore and i was upset about that and i'm not saying grieving is bad i mean depending on how much that friendship meant to you then yeah of course grieve but also is me being sad about it for the rest of my life or is me crying about it or is me being anxious about it going to do anything is it going to revive that 
Is it going to make that friend change their mind? Probably not. So I think I've spent a lot of time really like dwelling on so many like situations and not even just friendships but like maybe just why things are the way that they are you know and I'm dwelling over it and like why why is it the way that it is and it's like me having those emotions time and time again for months and years on end is not going to change the outcome of that um I'm really like putting my big sister cap on because I've been talking to my therapist about this specifically about emotions and her and I have talked you know like and it's insane like sometimes I think we are grieving over unnecessary irrational things so it's really important at least for me to be able to distinguish that is this even worth your emotion a really good tip I have is the five by five rule which I love I don't think I've talked about it on the pod before but the five by five rule which I heard from from Kourtney Kardashian on push if it isn't going to matter in five years don't spend more than five minutes being mad about it i really love this rule one because like obviously it's like logical like hey if it's not gonna matter in five years don't be upset about it you know but it's also realistic it's like hey don't be mad about it for more than five minutes not five seconds not five whatever like i'm being ridiculous but i think it's realistic and it is more i think it's like really humanizing And I've loved that rule and I have really tried my hardest to abide by it. Sometimes I don't. I am going to be serious about that. But I think it is really helpful, especially when you're like upset about something that maybe you can or you can't control. You know, remembering that rule, having it in the back of my mind has always helped me decipher, okay, is this worth my emotions or not? Point number two, dealing with the now. Okay, so I really have a set of three essential questions I love to ask my other friends. Um, I find it really weird that, and I've said this before, and I think maybe it's because like in every podcast episode, I'm either talking about relationships, friendships. The topic of love is like so interesting to me. Like, I don't know why. It just really interests me. I love rom-coms. Like me and my mom love high school rom-coms. The Kissing Booth, five-star experience. To all the boys I've loved before, five-star experience. The Summer I Turned Pretty, 11 out of 10 stars okay so i love it and you know that if you're a listener you know that you know i love talking about all things love all things friendship all things human emotions okay but it is really hard to ground myself sometimes as a certified overthinker i am always like okay how am i gonna deal with this five years from now and my parents they know that i'm like such an overthinker one thing my stepdad loves to say is we we shall see said a blind man which i never understood as a kid but he is very much of a wing it kind of person like we're polar opposites me and my stepdad i mean we're truly best friends like he is like literally makes my heart melt all the time i love him so much and but he's very like a, a really wing it kind of guy and that's just how he is personally it's not wrong anything so one thing is like he'll tell me we shall see said a blind man or we'll cross that bridge when we get there i'm a very like i want to see things on paper i want to see things planned out and prepared for he's just like "Mm, if it happens it happens and if it doesn't it doesn't and i thought about that a lot this week and i said okay what are three essential questions i can give my podcast listeners to ask themselves and here are the three essential questions i've come up with 
Question number one, what can I do in this moment to alleviate my mood and thoughts? Question number two, who can I confide in? And lastly, question number three, how can I seek help? And this could be temporary or long term. Okay, so first of all, let's go to question number one. What can I do in this moment to alleviate my mood and thoughts? So there have been times where I'm like upset about something so much bigger. Um, For example, a, a friend, maybe losing a friend. If that's something that I'm upset about, it's so easy for me to imagine my life in one year, Uh, imagine my life in two years surrounded by losing this friend. And like I said before, me grieving that unchangeable, uncontrollable outcome is not going to change anything happening currently, happening now. Okay, so what I like to think of is what can I do right now? And I'm not talking in this month, in this year, in my lifetime. I'm talking right this second, what can I do? So if I really want to go to Starbucks, I go. (laughs) If I really want to go to Foxtel Cafe and get some coffee, I go. If I really want to go to TJ Maxx and get some skincare, some candles, have a chill movie night, I do it. That is me thinking of ways I can alleviate my mood and thoughts now. And these aren't just self-inflicted moods, self-inflicted thoughts. These are thoughts that are being caused by what has happened. So I really try to brainstorm things. And hey, getting iced coffee may not be a pleasing activity to cheer you up. You know, it might be like, I don't know, throwing water balloons at your neighbors. I don't know. I don't know you. But hey, it's, it's so different to everybody. And it's one of my goals that I love. I think it's really personal. It's catered toward you. And hey, it might not fix the problem at all. But I think it does, at least for me in my case, it does alleviate the moods and possibly the negative thoughts that I'm experiencing because of it. Question number two, who can I confide in? So one thing I've learned in life is that I cannot confide in everybody. And I don't think you're supposed to. I mean, there are certain family members that you can't confide in. There are certain friends that you can't confide in. You know, you're not supposed to confide in everybody. But for me, at least having two or three friends that understand my thinking that maybe, and not even just to a T, maybe they just understand me a little bit. Or maybe they've been through this situation, so they begin to understand my feelings toward it a lot more. So for me, having about two or three friends that really understand that, understand the aspect that I'm faced with, the situation that I'm going through, the struggle that I'm facing, really does help. I remember um, me and my girlfriend at the time, her and I were like going through... um, one of like the same situations with like guys and she was really struggling she's like you know I just I don't know what to do like can you please give me advice I was like I feel like you forget I'm going through the same situation as you and having like a really good friendship with a girlfriend who is going through the same thing as me who is struggling with the same like I mean this the parallels are spooky you guys like but just having that is so helpful and I, I spoke about this on my Instagram the other day um, about serving your own community. You know, if you're a new mom and you find a Facebook group of new moms and you begin to like, hey, how can I potty train my four to six month year old? How can I breastfeed? 
you know, and you start like pouring into other friendships because you're giving wisdom, you're giving advice, you're, you know, all these things. One of the things I'm super passionate about is mentorship. Receive mentorship from an older woman, maybe a woman that's a year older than you, even a couple months, or if you're really passionate about it, maybe a few years, you know, it's totally tailored to you. But again, say you're a new wife and you're like, I have no idea how to encounter or how to go about marriage, whatever, you know, and there's, I've seen so many new wives and new moms and teenagers and friends and people who have just gotten into their first relationships and, hey, like, I'm about to have my first kiss, like, what do I do or whatever, like, there's so much to do. But regardless of what community you fall under, I think, I really think that serving that serving your own community is so beneficial and back to me and my friend her and I were going through the same exact situation so her and I were able to serve each other because we're like hey I'm going through the same exact situation here's what I did or here's what I'm currently doing that's helping me um and it's been great you know I I think the most similarly the most similar thing I can subs- I I can describe this as is like if you and your friend have the same teacher in a class or the same teacher but different periods, you're able to serve one another because you're like, hey, yeah, this is what we did for this project or, oh, I had that teacher two years ago and this is how she likes the projects done. Like really, even if it's just down to the specifics, serving your own community with other women that are in the same life position or the life stage or just facing the same circumstances or situation that you were in is so helpful. It not only offers up room for community and friendship and lifelong friendships, but also you have room for giving other perspectives and pouring into other women with wisdom and advice that you have and vice versa it's truly so helpful in my experience and the third question how can i seek help and this is temporary or long term so if you're going through a situation and you're like i cannot face this on my own so really deciphering do you want the help to be temporary or long term an example of temporary help is being on facetime with a friend and then pouring into you giving advice wisdom and like i said if they face the same situation etc an example of long-term help is seeking seeking that's what happens when you try to combine seeking and counseling in one word <laughs> moral of the story talk slow um an example of long-term help could be seeking counseling or seeking therapy um i know when i was faced with like anxiety i remember telling my mom I'm like I cannot do this on my own I feel like I need a therapist and I think I could make an episode talking about what my experience with therapy has been like um it has been so positive and a little negative as well I think any experience with anything is both positive and negative but I just I mean it's so great though and it's really helped me to get an outside perspective because like your therapist obviously like they know you but they don't know you like a person in your family would know you um but that's an example of how a long-term kind of help really helped me I think deciphering if you would want to be a part of a long-term help or if you just like hey I don't think it's that drastic or maybe I'm just I don't really do well in long-term help situations maybe I just need a little bit of a push 
then I'm good. It all depends on the person that you are. But I think being able to decide that on your own is super helpful for your own mindset and mental health. One thing that my therapist has really, really advised me to be aware of is my triggers, knowing my triggers. Um, Does a certain person cause anxiousness? Does a certain situation that I am voluntarily putting myself in uh, cause anxiousness? Does an activity cause an anxiousness? Anything like that. And really certifying, certifying, I'm like, I need a dictionary because I'm not using the right words. Really deciphering and understanding is a certain person doing this is an activity you're voluntarily doing is really helpful because it encourages that reflection like you don't know what is triggering you unless you like really stop and think in the beginning of this episode I talked about something making you have a negative thought or a negative mood if you're in a bad mood about something and then you don't you don't even know why until you like really stop and think about it And I think that's the same thing with knowing your triggers. Sometimes it's so easy to be triggered by something and then not even be aware of that. Like you're just subconsciously allowing it to to occupy your mind and to accompany your mind because you don't understand it. It's been a journey figuring this all out. And, you know, I still struggle with crazy girl emotions, you guys. Like this is not something that I've overcome but one day I will in Jesus' name. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope you guys enjoyed this girl chat because I think this is like a girl problem and men definitely do struggle with this as well, but I think like girls are so different. Like men and women are so different and we tend to be more emotional. We tend to overthink and let things get to us more easily so I really wanted to make this girl chat I feel like it's so important to talk about so with that being said I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will see you guys in the next girl chat